Chef Boyardee is Poe's mentor. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it was always going to be Leia. Could have been Baby Yoda. <laughs> wow, what a huge oversight. There's just a hole in the Death Star. Like, what the heck? You know, just like board that up or something, you know? Then jumped onto Wikipedia and was like, oh, there it is. I refused to get on the Wook, um, as, as Jared lovingly refers to it. You're listening to the Star Wars Archives, a Utini.com Patreon-exclusive podcast. Your regular deep dive down the rabbit hole of the Star Wars universe. Discussion, analysis, Easter eggs, and obscure books you've never heard of. And now, here are your hosts, Jose and Trevor. Hello there, you have tuned in to episode 14 of the Star Wars Archives, a UTD Network podcast where we take a random Star Wars topic and explain the living band that put it out of it. This is also known as the premier Jackson fan podcast, the only one out there, guys. So this is like for any fans of Jackson, the rabbit, the, you know, this is where this is what you have to subscribe to. Anyways, I am Jose, a.k.a. Joxie in the Utiniverse. I have watched all Star Wars canon movies and TV shows. I have read 41 Star Wars books, and I own 14 of them. I'm Trev, keeper of the timeline pages over at Utini.com. I've spent my entire life consuming Star Wars media, and I own over 1,000 Star Wars books and comics, and I didn't know we were now a Jackson podcast. It's, yes. I can confidently report that this week has brought us no new Jackson news. No. I'm sorry, guys. I know that's not what you wanted to hear. This will be your first stop shop if we ever get Jackson news. You'll hear it here first. Yes, we have we have Jackson second, watch 12th. on now. So whenever there is anything any new Jackson available, we will obviously let you guys know. Um, any you know, well you've got Via's watch on Twitter, so why not Jackson yes. watch? I mean, there should be a Jackson watch. There should have been one from the get go. We we have established <laughs> how this is the most important character in Star Wars. And I'm all for this, so um, this is why. I mean, we should maybe consider changing the name of this podcast to. So, so before we go on any further, <laughs> Jose, how's your how's your um how's your shrine coming along? How's your mailbox been this week with the uh, Jackson content? Um, yes. Well, I I got I got the two um, Star Wars Adventures with Jackson by Kevin Scott, right? So yeah, I, I mean, after I recorded the episode or we recorded the episode, I uh, I had to own everything Jackson. So <laughs> I went on. If I remember right, you were literally buying while we were yes, recording. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm still waiting for the action figure um, as of today because I think you know it comes out later this year, but it it is pre-ordered, and I also got um, the like hunters uh comic book that's uh, i think it's like star wars number 16 or something and that's when uh that's a, one of the jackson story lines oh that's the adventures as well isn't yes. it no 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 from nine from the of the, the marvel one the yeah. original marvel yeah 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 oh nice so was it was it is it an original 70s monthly comic or did you get it in a graphic novel to how oh i think it's one of those like true believers that they release after so oh okay so yeah, I mean it's uh it it wasn't I I did see some of the originals online and they're just a little out of my price range at the moment. So, but you know, cuz normally they're not too bad because it's the same as um Beatles albums. People think about Beatles albums being worth a lot of money. Yeah. 
but they released a lot of them. Yeah, you but are you... and it's the same with the the Marvel comics. Yeah. It's so it, it was so popular that generally they they're not that expensive. No, I mean they're you know it's it's a couple you know it's like maybe 30 40 bucks or something like that so it's not terrible but I was buying everything at once so it just all adds up so <laughs> I stuck to like Well, I know what dollars. I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> there you go. I'll get you the the Marvel Weekly UK version of the Jackson comic strip. Yes. Yes, that would be a good Christmas. Anyway. <laughs> So for anyone joining us for the first time, this is a largely unscripted show, as you can obviously tell, yes. <laughs> where once we've decided on an episode's topic, or in this case, someone else decides the topic for us, Jose will do whatever research he needs. I'll do as little research as possible. So I think for like the third week running, that is zero. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about anything Star Wars, Legends, Canon, books, comics, TV, video games, whatever, you name it, and hopefully keep you both entertained and informed over the next hour or so. That's right. Thank you for stopping our Jackson talk and bringing this back to <laughs> what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, today, we are, thanks to our buddy Andrew, who suggested this topic, we are going to be talking retcons in Star Wars. Um, and, you know, this I I'm feeling a little uneasy about this, Trev. I don't I don't know why. I I mean I even like messed up our intro today. Uh <laughs> I, I think it's all connected. Um when Andrew brought this... I mean this is the risk of letting other people choose our topics. <laughs> I guess so. But now we have to talk about something so vague and nebulous yeah. that He's either boxed us into a corner or we're going to go into some really odd places. Yeah, and I mean, I was really excited when he brought it up, right? Because I, I was like, yeah, that's a really good one. You were excited. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of like meat to get into. But as I was doing my quote-unquote research or whatever for today, I'm just, I mean, just prepping for like what we can talk about today. I don't know. I mean, I have some, I have notes. So I guess we'll just see how it goes. But I still feel it's a... It's a little bit of a different kind of topic than what we've done so far. So I think that's just, it's more about it being different that I'm like feeling. Yeah, and we, we, we tried to choose um, like wide ranging themes and then narrow character spotlights, but this is very open-ended. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I, hopefully we can finish within an hour. <laughs> so, or maybe hopefully we can get so to an it, hour. I don't know. So if this is terrible, Andrew, it's your yes, fault. Yes, it's all on Andrew, and uh, you can tweet at him. I don't, I forget his Twitter, but finding on on uh, last week's or whenever he was on uh, two weeks ago, um, and tweet at him and tell him that his idea was terrible because it's all his fault, not ours. We 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 tried our best. Um, if I'm sure it will be brilliant. Eh, whatever. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, I guess, yes, let's just dive right in, Trev, because uh, we have, we don't know how this is going to go, so we should just do it, okay? But yeah. I think that the way that we can format this is that, um, you know, there's the word retcon or retconning, right? It's been around for some time, and I feel like people just use it very freely nowadays. And then, like, if there's just a slight 
change in how and what people thought was actually happening then they they say it's a retcon if they change someone's uniform or clothes then whatever was drawn on a comic book page then it's a retcon i don't know just like there's so many ways that people apply or use this word and i think that what we can do as a retcon episode or for a retcon episode is that we can just go down a list of things that maybe people have said it's a retcon in star wars things that are actually retcons and we'll just talk about them and then we can decide definitively if it is a retcon or Once not exactly because you know we are we have that kind of power and voice within the star wars fandom community so we can determine what is a retcon and what isn't so a quick behind-the-scenes look. So the way a lot of these episodes work is when Jose is doing his research, he chucks everything in the show notes. So he's been, you know, Googling Star Wars retcons and stuff like that. So he's got a list of things. And then I've got some hastily uh, <laughs> scribbled notes of, you know, proper deep dive Star Wars retcons. Yes. So we're going to go through the stuff that's readily available on the internet. We're going to discuss them a bit. And then we'll probably talk about retcons involving characters you probably never heard of uh, or you may have heard of but didn't realize it was a retcon and then we'll go from that's it. right okay so first of all what is a retcon trev what how would you define what a retcon is like we let's just set the standard of what it is and then we can so that we can then decide if what we're bringing up is a retcon or not okay so the retcon means retroactive continuity which is essentially the way that term is um, described and explained is it refers to deliberately changing previously established facts in a work of serial fiction. So if I can put this into, I'm going to take this out of Star Wars Mm -hmm. for a second, and I'm going to talk about Spider-Man. Okay. (laughs) Now, for anyone mine and Jose's age who's into comics, you may remember the Spider-Man clone saga from the early 90s Mm -hmm. late 80s where spider-man was spider-man going about his business and then it turns out that spider-man wasn't spider-man spider-man was peter parker's clone ben o'reilly for two years (laughs) in the comics it was it was something like that but you don't find this out there's no clues they just kind of in one comic arc, you find out that everything you believed had happened to that character for two years happened to a different character. Yeah. So that's a retroactive applying and changing of an established continuity mm-hmm. fact. And Star Wars has never been that bold. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Because <laughs> the thing with Star Wars, and I think this is what excited me about this topic in the beginning was and we'll get it to we'll get to the list in a second but i think it's just the fact that you know we start in the middle of a story we start with you know what is now episode four and then we go five and six and then years later not even right after this years later then they just you know they decide to write episodes one two and three you know which are the prequels in between that there's all this comic book information and stories and stuff that are going on and and novels right which is what is now considered legends yeah and then i mean there's also then the novelizations of each one of these books which sometimes well i guess for the first one it came before the first movie right and then sometimes they would come 
yeah. after and before. I don't even know the <laughs> exact like release dates for some of these novelizations. But you know, they sometimes expand, sometimes they change. <laughs> what was shown in the movie? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, so that's why, like, there's just a lot of ways that it can be applied to in Star Wars. and But I think, like, yeah, like, it's deliberately changing previously established facts in a work of serial fiction is the definition that we're using. So... Yeah, that's that's the, that's the joke yes. one call. All right, so number one, Trev. This is a pretty pretty easy one, I think. Darth Vader being Luke's father. Recon or not? Now, so, I have thoughts, and the answer is yes and no. Because we have to, we have to. <laughs> after we're done with this back no, and forth, so, we have to okay. make a decision. We cannot. Okay. So, <laughs> if we take the movies on their own merits yes. and pretend nothing else exists, then I don't believe it's a retcon. It's just Obi Wan being uh, loose with the truth, which is fine. You know, if you if you squint a bit, it makes sense. But, and we've spoke about the Marvel comics loads on this. On this ah. Show. If we take in the comics that distinctly separate Anakin Skywalker from Darth That's Vader. Right. That's right. Then it becomes a retcon and other writers decades down the line jump through hoops to try and make those issues fit. Then retcons are applied to those issues mm-hmm. with regards to this statement. <laughs> but Vader being Luke's father on his own. I don't think anything about Empire Strikes Back could be considered a retcon. Obi-Wan says it himself. What he said was true from a certain point of view. Avid. So I'm not sure that could be a retcon. Okay. Because we didn't see Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader as two separate people in the movie. This is true. It's It's not an established fact. This is true. It's something relayed by a person. It's a... Uh, what's, the, what's the word? Unreliable narrator. <laughs> um, I think you make a pretty good argument there. Um, if we were to go meta on this for a second, I would think that it is a bit of a retcon. Because I don't think that was the intention when, when Star Wars, not when A New Hope, but when Star Wars was written... I don't think it was necessarily the intention for Vader to be Luke's dad. Because I'm not so I feel sure. like it's not only until we start writing Empire Strikes Back or this, you know, that's it being written, and then they're like, "Oh wait, maybe this happens," and they're like, "Yeah, but Obi Wan already said this." I'm like, "Well, let's come up with a clever way to make you know to make this work." And so, I mean, I think I, th- I think I think that was always in mind. I think that was maybe not specifically Luke and Darth Vader in '74 when George Lucas was first writing it. Yeah, but some sort of twist, reveal, and link between the protagonist and the antagonist. Yeah, I think that was always there. It may not have been those characters, but yeah, I think within. You know, within Lucas's study of Joseph Campbell's hero of a thousand faces and that journey, uh, that hero's journey, I think something like that was always going to be there. Yeah. So the the intent was probably true. There. True. Yeah. 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 Um. 
but do, but does it deliberately change previously established facts? Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, but I think I think it does. The fact after you watch the first movie, the fact is that Darth Vader kills Luke's father. That is the established fact. Yes. Well, so, no, that's that, an uh, opinion. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Someone's... <laughs> because you don't see it. Because uh, you don't see it, it's not a fact. It's an opinion. Of someone who was there. <laughs> yes, but you didn't know he was there. He didn't say he was there. Maybe this is gonna be, maybe maybe coming to an agreement about what is still, what is right or not is going to be a little more difficult than I thought. Um, I because I do see your point. I mean, it's it's the first one, so that we're going down this list, and I may not be as easy going for the next ones. But okay, I will say that. Through clever writing, in within the within the movie universe, I'll agree that it is not a retcon because they okay. were because they have that now really famous line from a certain point of view. Yes. So, but they did, but meta wise, they did have to kind of like come up with a way to be able to. I mean, but I. I think that's what they have to do when they wreck on, right? They're like, oh, well, we're changing things. So we have to somehow make it plausible. But, well, I mean, when <laughs> when we cover some of the deep dive like, <laughs> retcons, some of them are seriously implausible. <laughs> so to Star Wars canon, we're going to say that Vader being Luke's father will allow it to not be a retcon because it's, you know, it works the way that they would that. Okay. okay. All right. So, so the next one on your on your list. Yes. Next one on trial. All right, Leia being Luke's sister. What do you think? So, kind of similar to the previous if we one, take, but <laughs> if we if we apply the same reasoning as we did for the last one, mm -hmm. there is. There is no... I keep having to scroll up to the definition of retcon. There is no established fact that says otherwise. Mm -hmm. Because we, you know, we know that he's adopted. Uh, we don't really find out much about Leia's parentage in the movies themselves. That all comes from the EU. Yeah. And you get the line of Yoda saying, there is another. Yep. But... I know as fact that it was never intended to be Leia. Yeah. If the movies had gone 4 to 12, like Lucas originally wanted to do, mm -hmm. then in the towards the end of the second trilogy, which would be 7, 8, and 9, mm -hmm. then there would have been a return of Luke's actual sister. Ah. And it was never meant to be Leia. But he got, Lucas got so, basically just so fed up <laughs> of being busy. <laughs> so, so, so fed up of running Star Wars. Yeah. But he wrapped loads of these things up within Return of a Jedi. Yeah. So I'm going with that as being a retcon because of 
the actual real world evidence pointing towards yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think I even with the music, um, I know that John Williams scored uh, a love theme between Leia and Luke because that's that was what was implied that whole movie. Um, yep, and there's many there's many hints in books and comics written before 1980. Yes, so. I'm I'm happy with this one. Yes, this one is a retcon. I'm I I don't have anything to add because I do not I do agree with everything you said, and I think that I mean it's pretty obvious that I mean because if I mean it was clearly not his intent. <laughs> if not, they it would have been really weird for them to write that, even if it is in a you know another galaxy and some you know. <laughs> I don't think we would write a story about potential sibling love like that yeah yeah <laughs> within this universe i think maybe if i think if it was intended from the get-go somebody somewhere would have had a note some editor would have had a note saying uh can we not do that can, <laughs> can we can we keep those guys apart please yeah. i mean unless you're going you know game of thrones and uh <laughs> then it's somehow well, accept- even, yeah, i mean well actually it's not even accepted in you- there so just some but you even get the it. kiss in Empire Strikes Back. That's right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and George Lucas wrote that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not not just him, but other people wrote that, and he never said no. Mm-hmm. So yes, absolute retcon. Kind of tied to this one. Here's my next one, and I'm bringing it up. I mean, so we're calling that a retcon. Next one is tied to this because Obi Wan claiming that Luke was the last hope, as if he was unaware of Luke and Leia being siblings. But in episode three, he was there when Padme gave birth to Luke and Leia. So, years later, so, it is written. You're, you're making you're making a you're making a leap of judgment there. Uh huh. So you're saying that Obi Wan claims Luke is the last hope because there's only Luke, not maybe because Luke's had some Jedi training mm-hmm. and is exactly the kind of I'm a hero. I'm going to fix everything that he can point and throw Invader in the Emperor's direction. Yeah. Whereas Leia is a senator and a diplomat and has had no Jedi training. So I, I think you're making a leap there. It is a bit of a I, leap. I think you're looking for things things that aren't there with that one. This is one of the ones that I found online. So this is something that people say <laughs> is a retcon. So... The- Which people? Not the sort of people we have on our show. <laughs> we're better than this. I'm representing everyone today with my list. <laughs> and we're just trying to make it clear for the world. So um, I, I reckon that was a leap. I reckon there's a... If you, if you took that statement that you read and put that on trial, I think any competent lawyer would rip that to shreds <laughs> and go, no, throw it out of court. Uh, I agree with this. Um, I think that, I mean, it's... It's a, it. I can see why people would see it as a retcon. Um, I don't think it's that big of a leap. However, it's true that you know Luke is the one that was trained. But I mean, Yoda does say there is another, and if that other is Leia, then there's always a possibility that Leia can take up the mantle. Therefore, Luke is not really the last hope. However, at the point in time when this was said, I think that it's still. I mean, he's saying it's the last hope at the moment. He's saying this is, he's not the only hope, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the only hope and was yes, was I know. Obi-Wan, I just, <laughs> so I know I just made that argument about you know it not being confirmed that they were siblings when Empire Strikes Back was written. Yeah, but still, I'm basing it on your statement mm-hmm, alone because mm-hmm. it's quite a long statement. On that statement alone, that's not a record. okay. That's fine. Okay, next. Obviously, the Luke and Leia sister brother thing is yes, but that particular one, yeah. No. I know it's confusing. No, already. it's good. It's good. Next one, also Leia related. Leia says in Return of the Jedi that she remembers her real mother, but that she died when Leia, you know, when Leia was very young, and she could, you know, I think she says that she was beautiful and blah 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 and sad. Um, but we afterwards it is written that Padme dies during childbirth. So how does Leia remember seeing her mother? So two things. She doesn't remember seeing her mother. Mm-hmm. The question is, do you remember your mother? Mm-hmm. And she says, yes. If you're two of the most powerful Jedi born in the generation, <laughs> in a womb, <laughs> it's possible that you, you feel something. We've... We've got that in Star Wars books uh-huh. with um, pregnant Jedi being able to sense their unborn children yeah. and possibly vice versa. Yeah. But also you get the whole uh, unclarified shenanigans with regards to Briha Organa. Mm-hmm. And we spoke about, about this on the Eric episode about various authors in early legends not being sure if she was alive or not based yeah. on this statement. So in some books... She was alive. Some books she wasn't. So she was possibly referring to her adoptive mother who died when she was young mm-hmm. or didn't, depending on what book you read. Um, so I'm reluctant to call this a retcon and more just a bit of a mess. It is a, <laughs> really. it is a bit of a mess. Um... I don't think anyone's actively tried to retcon this uh that sentence, that phrase. I don't think anyone's yes. dared touch it with a barge pole, to be honest. Yeah, I don't yeah, I, I agree. I don't I don't think they are deliberately changing this fact. I think that it was like you're saying, it was messy. It was just not very clear from the get go. And as the story the Skywalker saga progressed, then it became a little bit more convoluted and now it just it is what it is <laughs> so she yes, said that yeah. and so, because we know that there's force powers we can sort of maybe apply it to the fact that she could sense it and maybe she did see it in her dreams or something i don't know just something in there um i mean technically if she was seeing padme padme did die when she was very young she was just minutes old <laughs> yes very <laughs> so young very technically young. <laughs> She was there. Um, she didn't die before um, Leia was born. Therefore, it could sort of apply. So, okay, all right. Yeah. This let's let's get into some uh, some newer ones. What about? Well, I mean, so this is a this is a doozy. It, yeah. Well, I guess not new, but this is this has been going on since the very beginning. But the retcon has happened a lot more recently than the prequels. And this is the Death Star, the hole in the Death Star, the weakness being planned 
This was all planned by Galen Erso. This was not a weakness in the design. This was actually something that the architect and designer of the Death Star had left for his daughter to find in some computer to then give to the rebels so that then they can come in and destroy this Death Star. See, I think this one's pretty easy, but I want to hear your thoughts first. I think it's a retcon, um, but I like it. I'm okay with it. I think it makes a lot more sense than it being <laughs> a weakness when they have, like, the fact that there's just, like, this one hole <laughs> that can destroy the whole thing. I mean, that's already pretty, to me, that's, I mean, it's a pretty obvious weakness in the design of this gigantic weapon. Um and it just i mean it just makes a lot more sense for it to be this one little gap that someone who was in charge of the whole project was able to design without his like superiors knowing that he was leaving this weakness and you know why it makes sense because it's absolutely not a wreck <laughs> so in canon mhm mm let's take canon let's forget legends let's take canon uh-huh even if you Grab the movies in, right? Yes. Rogue One. This was deliberately planned in by Galen Erso, uh, under duress, Imperial scientist, helping to build the Death Star. In A New Hope, they say we have identified a weakness. Like, he never tells them. I don't think they ever find mm. out that it was deliberately put in there. I'm, I don't think that ever happens. They just get the plans and then they figure it out for themselves. Right, right. There is nothing to contradict it in canon. I think it's a perfect use. It doesn't override established. This facts is true. This at is at all. Ah. I think it, when I saw, first saw Rogue One, I thought that's perfect. Yeah, and that makes it's it's poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> but in Legends, man, the Death Star's a mess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I appreciate you keep keeping to the definition that we established because. When you apply it, especially for this this specific one, I think you're a hundred percent right. Um, they're not they're not yeah, they're so not changing canon, anything works. at all. Nope, they're building on the source material and working back. What did Andrew say? Um, backward storytelling. Yeah, magic, yeah, 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 yeah. Which I love. Yeah, and you know, there's nothing in Rogue One that will ever contradict a New Hope because they study yeah. that. It's it was written to fit perfectly and beautifully, and it does. Yeah. But if you talk about the Death Star and Legends, then it's it's a friggin' mess. Yeah. And there's retcons all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, I think I remember you you uh, you you were a guest in in Legends Look Back at one point, and you guys were talking about the Death Star, and yeah, and it's honestly a shambles. <laughs> but like the biggest the biggest retcon I can think of is that. And this does change previously established continuity, right? Mm -hmm. So Dark Forces, the video game, uh -huh. sees Kyle Katarn stealing the Death Star plans. But you also have Havit Storm stealing the Death Star plans. You also have the Nintendo DS game Lethal Alliance, where mm -hmm. you steal the Death Star plans. Yeah. So pre uh, uh, subsequent releases, reference books, online blogs, whatever made a point of uh, making the distinction that Kyle Katarn stole part of the Death Star plans. <laughs> now, that's a wreck. Yes, because then you're trying to 
yeah, you're kind of going back. It's like, oh, no, actually, he only stole part of it. He didn't steal everything. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, I mean, that that is how they can make it work with the other stories. But it's like, yeah, it wasn't the full thing. So, yeah. So, so then you really are changing what had previously been written. Yeah. Okay. I So, canon, canon no, Legends, yes. All right. Good. Okay. Um, this next one actually was... Uh, uh, one of our our listeners, one of our favorite listeners, I think. Well, she's just been around for some time, but Cheryl brought this one up as a possible retcon. Okay, and this is, and I mean, I think it's pretty heavily debated <laughs> within the Star Wars community. Um, but this is Ray is a nobody, and then she is somebody. But I'm going to add a little bit of something to that because I would say. Ray being somebody in um, The Force Awakens, then Ray being a nobody in The Last Jedi, and then Ray actually really being somebody in Rise of Skywalker. <sighs> I will say, let me just, I'll start with this because I, I see your face. <laughs> and since you're doing a really good job at sticking to the definition of Rikon, I will say that even even though to me it, it is implied in force in in the force awakens that ray is of importance and that she might be somebody that people know about i think it i, I do think that that is implied it is not established therefore yes in the last jedi when kylo ren tells her that she's a nobody, then it is not a retcon, it is a clarification. Uh, it's not even a clarification. It's still because he only sees that through visions. Right. Same as same as the mirror thing with her right. is right. a vision. Right. So it's all very nebulous. Right. But yeah, so there's no nothing established. Yeah. It's yeah, so it's it's not established. He's just sort of this is from his point of view. <laughs> Yes. She is a nobody. That's going to come and bite me in the ass. Well, you said that that was the, that, that is why it was not a retcon from the get-go. So I'm going to keep using it. So therefore, her being a Palpatine in The Rise of Skywalker is not a retcon. You're, you're absolutely right. It's not a retcon. What it is, is a stupid idea. <laughs> But it's not a retcon. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I think... I don't think anything in Force Awakens or The Last Jedi was leading to that point. I think it was a missed story opportunity. I could rant about this for a while. <laughs> but no. It's not a retcon. It's just for Star Wars we were delivered yes. in the last movie. Uh, I... I don't mind it. I mean, I I think that, um, you know, I was thinking that she was related to some... I mean, I wanted her to be related to someone because when Force Awakens came out, I felt like she was somehow related to someone that we knew of because that's what we had been presented, that there is some strength within bloodlines and stuff. I think what they established in, or they tried to establish in Last Jedi about anyone can be 
like force you know use of force and whatnot i think that that it, that was very interesting and i like the idea of a nobody being able to have power so that was really yeah, clever I, I love the nobody idea um, because if if you because if she's not a nobody if she is related she's essentially luke skywalker yeah yeah of a desert planet with mm-hmm. you know famous force jedi parents yeah so i loved the nobody yeah. idea and i i really have let me get this off my chest when i'm thinking about it i really have conflicted feelings about um the rise of skywalker and my, my stepson who's 14 who's he's not a star wars fan but he knows enough and we went to see we did the triple show in mm-hmm. for rise of skywalker so we watched force awakens we watched last jedi and I remember, and it's probably still in our Slack history somewhere, <laughs> I wrote this review of Rise of, Sky, uh, Rise of Skywalker that was so glowing, that was like, this is everything I wanted from this final chapter. It, I thought it was brilliant. The story, everything, all the story beats, all the action, everything was amazing. And then like two months later, I kind of watched it again and went back to that review and went, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> It must have just been the high of watching nine hours of Star Wars in a row and coming out, but I don't recognise the person who wrote that <laughs> wrote that review at all. And he's constantly throwing that yeah. in my face. He's like, "You said it was this amazing thing, and I told you it wasn't." I'm like, yeah, "Okay, yeah. okay, okay. It's it, it's all right. It's it's what we've got." You know? <laughs> I I don't. I mean, I I enjoy it. I I think, um, and I'm not again. Like I I'm not against her being a palpatine i think like it's it just it makes sense to me the real retcon here is palpatine being um alive that was that is going to be one of my next points so we'll get to that in a second (laughs) but um i think that what they were trying to do is that they wanted to be able to finish this skywalker saga and they had to somehow tie everything that had happened in the previous eight movies and they came up with this story and then that's they're like well you know in order to really kind of like tie it a little bit more um then i think let's just have her be related to palpatine and then that's how we can bring palpatine back and blah blah blah. and then they just sort of like this neat little saga and now we can focus on other characters not related to the core movies okay so let's let's jump on that for a sec of all the things rose skywalker did in bringing palpatine back Mm -hmm. i thought that's great I I actually love mm-hmm. the idea of Palpatine being back. Love Wait, it. it could have been done better. Red Connor or not? Palpatine coming back. Okay, we, we can so, get back to that if you if you have more to say about it, and and you'll no, keep you going. No, but yep. we'll, we'll come back okay. to it. But I I love the idea of the Skywalker saga, yeah. episodes one to nine. You could almost call it the Palpatine. I've saga. said this. I have said this, and I <laughs> yes. So I wish there was more. Um, more foreshadowing mm-hmm. in episodes seven and eight so it's not such a out of left field desperate grab in episode nine yeah. but is it a retcon okay he got thrown down a shaft mm-hmm. okay yes we all know in star wars no one's dead <laughs> unless you literally see a head chopped <laughs> off a body and even maybe maybe not even met but what you do see what you do see in Return of a Jedi, what happens when Vader throws the Emperor down a shaft? What happens next? And I, I need a very specific answer here. Uh, what is the very next thing you see? Isn't there like the surge of power coming through that shaft or something, right? 
like boom boom yeah yeah like there's that's 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 force essence my friend that's consciousness in visual thing that's him going up <laughs> he's then shooting himself surging himself <laughs> shooting himself out this in the deep core <laughs> where he's got his clone scientists waiting for him with fresh new bodies <laughs> a la dark empire no retcon there my friend oh man uh you you even see it happen you just didn't know what you were seeing <laughs> uh Okay, I I <laughs> I guess like I mean, but <laughs> so <laughs> now you're just saying so hard. if if you don't see I'm it, it never it happened. Established facts. If you never see no, it. established facts. <laughs> the established fact being that he's thrown down this like shaft. So and we've got a running joke in the house. He is still in, alive. In like soap operas and stuff. When, because obviously soap operas do the same thing. You know, someone dies and then they're back. We've got a running joke. Until you see blood coming out of their ears, yeah. they're not really dead. Yeah. That's like the defining sign on TV of someone yes. being dead. You did not see Palpatine down a shaft, crumpled at the bottom of the floor with blood flowing out of his ears. Ergo, he's not really dead. You didn't see a death. Mm-hmm. You saw someone getting thrown down a this shaft. That's true. And this is why um, why Mace Window is still alive, right? Mace Window. Yeah, <laughs> he's still alive. Mace Mace Window. <laughs> Mace Window. <laughs> Did you say Window? No, Mace Window. Oh, because he Windows. Yes. Yeah, because he was thrown out a window. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice, Trev. <laughs> and yes, he's absolutely still alive. Yes, he's totally alive. Okay. okay. Um. All right. Mandalorian season three. <laughs> My money's on it. All right. So Palpatine. I mean, and all the work that they did in the in the video games and books and all. That, I mean, I think we've talked about it, but uh, I think with Operation Cinder and all that, I think they do lay down the tracks to have Palpatine like make sense in uh, in Episode Nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would have been. And let's not forget Dark Empire. And, yeah. You know the Legends yeah. version. However, you do get. One thing I want to talk about is obviously we have for anyone who's familiar with this stuff is that Dark Empire and the original SV Empire trilogy were kind of written at the same time. There wasn't a lot of coordination. Timothy Zahn wasn't a big fan of the fact that Dark Empire even existed. And then you get a quote from Mara Jade in the Hand of Thrawn duology where Luke mentions the resurrected emperor and she basically turns around and went, yeah, well, did it really happen, though? Was that really <laughs> so even within Legends, Timothy's arms trying to wreck on other people's oh work god. because he didn't like it. Oh, my God. See, this is this is why I'm okay with it being all considered Legends because it's like there's too much retconning in there. <laughs> Someone had to lay down the law and just be like, we're going to be the ones that retcon things from now on. <laughs> Not all you yeah. authors. We need we need a centralized system to see what can be retconned and what cannot be retconned. Um, all right. Um, so Palpatine being alive is not a retcon. Ray being a Palpatine is not a retcon. S- Snoke being a nobody and just a, a husk of a puppet. Is that a retcon or not? Okay, I want you to elaborate a bit more on being a somebody or being a nobody. Okay. Um, 
in your point of view? From my from a certain point of view of Jose, certain point of view of Jose, um, I believe that Snoke. I mean, ah, established facts. God. Well, if we go by established facts, then possibly, then, then it's okay. It's not a retcon. However, <laughs> my 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 the reason I bring this up is because, um. I do think that you know they they mention they have Snoke being this they talk about him being an ancient being they talk about him sort of being around for a long time I think do they yeah it doesn't I think Leia mentions this in Force Awakens doesn't she like Snoke is presented I... as an ancient being of that that is not it's neither. Sith nor Jedi nor he's nothing. He's just like he's he's a Force user, and I believe this was even in the in like the visual guides for the Force Awakens. They they write that he is this ancient being of um, of, of neither like section of the Force. I'm not sure about the ancient thing. I I'm not making that up. That has that that has been a thing. <laughs> Um, okay, and I, I'll, I'll 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 check after the the episode. And is 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 history is ropey. We're not going to yeah, deny that. Yeah. But but you've got, um, like I said, we we get him like that's one of the biggest twists of Last Jedi is Snoke just being killed. Yeah. And then you get Palpatine using Snoke's voice. Yes. At the beginning of Rise of Skywalker. So Palpatine is now saying um, it was me all along. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So it's a little bit <laughs> like your Spider-Man the... example where it was like, oh, yeah, that thing that was around with the messed up face, that was me the whole time, Kylo. <laughs> but I think you also get, uh, does the Rise of Skywalker confirm that Snoke was a clone of Palpatine? Like they use the word strand cast mm. a lot. With regards to like failed clones and stuff like that, yeah. But then you've also got the comics like Rise of Kylo Ren gives us a bit of Snoke in action. Yes. Um, but is it a retcon? It's it's muddied. It's muddied. I, I don't think there was enough established facts mm-hmm. to overwrite yeah. or correct. Um, I'd love to see that Snoke story. I I want to see more of it. Yeah. But there was never a lot there to to override. Yeah, I, if that makes. I sense. mean, if anything, that's one of the things I, w- I was actually pretty upset about not getting more because I thought that. I mean, you know that I like the the more in between, like people that are you know not necessarily Jedi or Sith. Like I, I like this idea of someone that is kind of like aware of all the different sides of the Force or something, and so I was really excited about this being maybe someone that was like greater um a bigger evil perhaps than palpatine when in the force awakens that maybe had more knowledge than he had and so i was like really excited about that idea and then the fact that they kill him without explaining his past in last jedi i was like what did you just do i needed more (laughs) of this and then in and then in rest of skywalker it's like oh he was just a puppet and i'm like oh come on (laughs) 
like all my hopes and dreams shattered. <laughs> and it it makes sense in context. And actually, even then, I, I'm I'm almost swaying to it being a retcon. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm almost swaying. I don't think, based on previously established facts, anything is overwritten. So I can't. Yeah. Throw myself to know. Yeah. I think it's a retcon with intent. Yes. Yes. But there wasn't enough to actively retcon. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I don't. I think within what we have been presented in the movies, it is not a retcon. Um, I will have to double check the. I'm like looking at my stack of my whatever. What is it? Forty? No. 10, 12, 14 books that I have. <laughs> but <laughs> um, Star Wars books that I have. Um, I'm just trying to see which one would be the one that maybe has that information. Cause, um, but at the same time, I mean, those books are written with whatever information they are given within that movie. And then I think Pablo Hidalgo, he just sort of like, you know, sometimes has to stretch the truth a little bit to kind of make it a little bit, make it make more sense. Um so even if something in there says otherwise, just based on what we are shown in the movies, I would say that it is not retconning. It's just trying to clean up a muddy past. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's 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 nebulous, it's ropey, but not a retcon. Yeah. Okay, so so that's enough of the sequel trilogy. Let's let's take it back. Let's go back to you know, well, to the original trilogy. Let's go to episode four, one of the probably most debated possible retcons. Trev, I'm talking about did Han shoot first? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And, in the first version of the movie, yes, he did. Okay, so However, let me scroll there's back been up so many versions the show of notes. this. <laughs> so let's, let's scroll up to the show notes that says, a retcon refers to deliberately changing previously established facts. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But in this case, they physically changed the fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Is that a retcon where they yes. actually change? So so let's jump back, right? So let's jump back to the very first example, the Spider-Man example I spoke of. Uh-huh. So hypothetically, because I don't know the intricate details, hypothetically, uh, Spider-Man was a clone for 100 oh. issues. In issue 100, you find out he was a clone for those 100 issues, yes. right? But then they reprint issue one, where the first panel of Spider-Man saying, "Hi, I'm a clone." Yeah, is is that a retcon? Then? No, no. Han shooting first or not is not a retcon. It is just editing because he's changing the source material. Yes, that's that's my yes. issue, and the fact that it's so and it's being changed. I think there's four different versions of that scene now at least so it got changed (laughs) for the special editions it got changed for the special editions it got changed for the blu-ray release Mm -hmm. where they slightly missed they slightly mistimed the the blaster bolts a little more they changed the dodge a little more it got changed again for the disney plus release Mm -hmm. 
just by altering a frame here and there. And adding McClunky. And adding McClunky. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure that's a retcon. I'm just... I'm not sure what it is, but I'm not sure it's a retcon. It is not a retcon. Um, it is it is changing source material because if it, it is not retconning established fact, it is changing what the fact is. So, and as the owner, nicely put, as yeah, as the owner of of the of the source, I mean, he's they've been playing with it for for decades, um, and yeah, I mean, it just. Because if if retcon, if anything could be if changing the source was considered a retcon, then that means every time you add a new little creature walking around, then it's a retcon. Because you're, but no, it's not. It's not changing the story itself. And in this case, I mean, you're just creating a new story. So so for me, Han shot first, Greedo shot first afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Greedo I, I was the first one works. to shoot after hand shot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. So Han, historically, Han always shot first. But in real world historical terms, Greedo shot first after Han shot first. Yeah. I sure. <laughs> I I I do think that in the latest version, I think that Han still shoots first though. I think, I mean... Yeah, uh, uh, no, no, Greedo still shoots first. He says McClunky, just... and then he and then Han shoots. Or maybe they shoot at the same time these days. I, I don't know. I literally lose track. There's, um, I think it's just that Han on, uh... knows that he's going to be shot, so he shoots first. And then there's, McClunky there's thread, is the clue. I love. Yeah, there's, a, there's this guy on Twitter called um, Star Wars Visual Comparison. Uh-huh. And he literally, his whole, his whole feed is comparing the changes oh wow of the original trilogy in various different formats and there's still based on what he's studied and he goes deep into this stuff i highly recommend looking him out there's a version of star wars that's been remastered and re-edited for 4k that hasn't even been released yet and that's just based on what he's seen in trailers and behind the scenes stuff that's been released in the last couple of years. Oh man. It it's in the vault, but they've still not even released it. It's it's crazy what they've done to that movie. And you can't call any of that no retcons no. because like you said, they're changing the source material. Changing the source, therefore there's a new there's there's a new established canon and that's what you're you have moving forward. Therefore it is not retconning something that was there before. It's just changing it. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Okay. Who was the band playing in Jabba's Palace on the day that Luke went there? Who was the band? Oh. Which oh, one, I mean... Which one was it? I, in the... The... What, the one... Uh, what's her... What, I mean, there's the one from the... I forget the name. But... So you've, you've got the original like music that was playing when you got the whole... Um, uh, Twilight Slave Girl and the 
Woman to me, that's the one that I'm like I think of, but I, it's hard. I mean, there's the one. But then you get the one where the Muppets come in and do a song. Yeah, with and then they're very clearly using all the CG and and getting really close to the camera to see like, oh, look at this! Yeah. Like, look at my mouth. You know, getting really it's... close to the camera now because we can do this <laughs> with computer animation. Because that's all that that they were doing there. It's like, look at all the advancements but that it's... we have. And that's the gray area of retcon versus source yeah. material and no, yeah it's not retconning because anyway, then first. it's it's not retconning because then it's that original band that never went there anymore <laughs> so they never existed they were never in java's palace so it's not a retcon but hand shot first and hand the reason first. that han doesn't shoot first later is because george didn't want Han being so cold-blooded. Yeah. But he was about to get killed yeah. in cold blood. So yeah. no one's going to blame him yeah. for shooting first. So, yeah. yeah, You know, we all grew up knowing Han shot first and we were fine. None of us turned into cold-blooded killers. <laughs> so, you know, George, don't underestimate us. <laughs> we're fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next. So, um, Obi-Wan sees... 3PO and R2 in A New Hope, right? In Tatooine. Yes. He doesn't know these droids. It's the first time he's ever seen them. He doesn't act like he knows them, right? Not at all. But in the prequels, he's hanging out with them. Like, he knows that Anakin and Padme are, like, swapping them all the time. He's very familiar with R2 at the very least. I know that 3PO can get his memory wiped, or he does, right? So, obviously, he doesn't remember any of these people. But... Unless, you know, we, he did age quite a bit in that desert, so his memory might be kind of iffy. I mean, he even thought that his, like, brother was dead because <laughs> he had killed him. <laughs> so. so, hold on, hold on, back up, back up. <laughs> so what did you say? That um, Obi-Wan's never seen these droids before? Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Yes. I'm, I'm putting Jose on trial now. I see. That's not what he says. That is not what he, he says. He acts as if he has never met R2 or 3PO when he first sees them. No, he doesn't. He says, I don't recall ever owning a droid before. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan never owned the droids. True. R2 belonged to Padme. 3PO belonged to Anakin. They swapped because it made sense somewhere, maybe. I don't really know why, but... it kind of made more sense i guess for a protocol droid to go to a senator and yeah, that's how they were sending thirsty being... messages to each other oh. yep and then yes r2 being a wise asteroid the ears made more sense in a starfighter mm-hmm. obi-wan doesn't say he never met them he says he never owned a yeah. droid before because r2 said he's the property of obi-wan kenobi which he's not yeah true so it's all subterfuge mm-hmm it is all subterfuge and espionage. It's not a retcon. It's it's loose. It's <laughs> grasping at straws. <laughs> but based on established facts, based on established it's fact, not a retcon. It is not a retcon, and he maybe it's just him not being you know not being very nice because he was not excited to see them at all. Is it like whatever? Yeah, he's not he's not playing his hand at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> but does it contradict established fact? No, it does not. Did Obi-Wan ever own R2-D2? No, no he, he did not. not. No. True. Okay. 
<laughs> Next up. Um, in the original, I mean, I, and I think I know the answer to this now. But based on what we just talked about, and <laughs> Hayden Christus- Christensen replacing Sebastian Shaw as the force ghost of Anakin Skywalker. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not a retcon, but it's, do you do you stop? aging as a metaphysical <laughs> being when you turn to the dark side a- apparently so apparently your your spirit will forever be captured as not just your general presence but the exact second before you your eyes went yellow and turned <laughs> to the dark side will forever live in force ghost eternity a- apparently that's how it works yeah. and uh I guess we have no established yeah. fact to say otherwise. Yeah. But I mean, if you do it, if if that were the case, I mean, then you're also saying that he was completely lost when he was Vader, and there was no coming back. But he does he does come back at the end. He he well, died because Vader murdered Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, there at the end, I mean, he's he's not looks. I what I know. Because he, <laughs> there's a bit of redemption, right? So he needs to come back from being Vader, and he dies Anakin. That's the whole thing at the end. Yeah, absolutely. But apparently Therefore, Anakin never aged a day. <laughs> they should have de-aged his face when, when he like he finally accepts his own, like, you know, I'm about to die yeah, and so all he, that stuff. So he still and had he, all his hair. Yeah, yeah. He just turns back into Anakin, and then that's how then looks like, oh, because, like, hey... When Luke sees this young dude there standing, he doesn't know who that is. He's never seen him. No. So no. he's like, it's what the- in the in the history of bad Star Wars <laughs> storytelling decisions. It's it's kind of yeah. up there. It's it's up. It's there. like I know that little dude. I know this old dude. And who, who's this teenager? Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> It doesn't make any sense whatsoever no. unless your force presence is frozen to how you were in the light side. And uh, yeah. Anyway, can we move on, please? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I have one thing, though. I mean, Leia did see her mother. So Luke saw his father. When yeah. when 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 he was very young. <laughs> Can we move on, yes. please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is my last one, and and I and I, I'm bringing it up because it, you know, obviously at UTD, you know, we're all about the expanded universe and all the books and all that, um, and I think this is an interesting one, um, because we're not talking about the movies themselves, but we are talking about established canon. So, the Ahsoka novel, you know, which was written a couple years ago. I forget. I don't know exactly when now. Do you know when it was written? I mean, that was that was early, wasn't it? In the, yeah. So one of, after Disney taking out. So, we've got to be talking 2016, maybe? Okay. So, the Ahsoka novel, some, you know, at the, end of the, at the end of the story, Ahsoka and Rex. 2016. Okay, 2016. <laughs> So they fake their deaths 
and they bury, you know, Rex's armor with another clone, and then Ahsoka leaves her, like, uh, one of her lightsabers in there. So there's this whole thing about what they did to kind of, like, fake their deaths, and that way the Empire and everyone, they don't, they're not looking for them. Last year, the Clone Wars animated series gets rebooted, or, you know, is able to finish the stories, and we get a different ending. And we get what happens there at the end with this sort of, like, gravesite, and what Ahsoka does there at the end, and even just, like, the last conversation that she does have with Anakin. So there's a number of things in there that are in direct contradiction to what is written in the Ahsoka novel. Reckon or not... I'd be reluctant to class this as a retcon. Oh. Because I I, I don't think it's a deliberate changing uh. of established facts to fit a new narrative. I think maybe there wasn't a lot of communication. Yeah. I, I'm guessing that... I'm not... You know, guessing's elite, but did Filoni read the book and then go, well, actually it didn't happen like that. Mm-hmm. At some point, she obviously had notes about what would have happened yes. in order to to write these scenes. Yes. Um, but is it on purpose? Is it just a bit of miscommunication? Is it just mm. two different mediums showing a different side of the same story? Yes, there's contradictions. Yes. Yes, it doesn't necessarily fit. Yes. But that the retcon would then be if someone later on down the line said, well, the reason Ahsoka mm-hmm. said this in her novel mm-hmm. was because she'd got really drunk for night before. <laughs> or she'd, been, she'd just tripped over and bashed her head and had concussion. That would be the retcon. Yeah. I don't think no, this I is think a, you're, I think necessarily you're, classed as a retcon. Yeah, no, I think that this is this is the same thing as, um, as editing the source material. I think that what Filoni did was editing the source. The difference here being that the source, the original material of, of whatever happened in that, you know, in that period of time is a novel that you can still buy and get with that story. Well, it's, it's being um, so you cannot feel released as a hardcover. Oh, yeah. So generally books get released as a hardcover, yeah. then a paperback and they stay in paperback forever. Yeah. Apparently this is getting a hardcover re-release, Ooh. which is leading some people to think that they're going to edit the text of Ahsoka to more properly match the events yeah. of Clone Wars Season 7. F- and, but it wouldn't be the first time that that's happened in the Disney age because they made... Uh, was it Leia, Princess of Alderaan? There was uh, some text in there that was, a, was essentially a Nazi slogan mm-hmm. that the author had used not realising... Oh, context. Okay. Uh, so that got changed. There's been um, the 2017 Darth Vader comic where they had a clash between whatever the Inquisitors that didn't match up timeline wise. So they changed that to have a time jump within it. Hmm. There's uh, what's the other one? Um, oh, I'm thinking of uh, uh, the Afro comic where they basically misprinted the crawl a couple of times. It's been repeated. So that doesn't mm-hmm. really count. But this whole thing of actually going back and changing the text of books. Yeah. Now, that's something that never really happened in Legends, but in canon now, they're kind of doing yeah. that as well. So the source material is ever-changing yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, 
what I've learned so far, or I think what we've, what we've established so far really is that there's not a lot of retconning really happening within what we know as canon, at least. There's a lot of clever storytelling <laughs> and weaving and basketing and whatnot and and revisiting old things to try to like make them make more sense there's but there's and there's definitely changing um of source material it's just but there's not actual not not that much retconning really it's just yeah. it's just sometimes messy until we go into until we go into legends and the old eu where there's retcons galore Absolutely, yeah. tons of them. So let me let me pick out yeah. some of the ones. Yeah. So, like I said at the top of the show, I was completely underprepared. I've full disclosure. I'm still working stupid hours. I'm very t- very tired. So whereas I normally have time to really get my get my stuff together for these episodes, every now and again I just wing off the cuff. This is one of those episodes. <laughs> so let's talk about the most obvious expanded universe retcons and the one that occurred to me just now but didn't occur to me earlier and i know that they've talked about this on legends look back is the whole jedi prince series that begins with the glove of darth vader and i very much doubt you've read any of these jose <laughs> what is that what happens there the, the the glove of darth vader with uh trioculus palpatine's possible son and then you got ken palpatine palpatine's actual grandson and you've got the the Mothran's collection of Imperial Moths after Endor who bid dark greetings to each other. It's really, really weird. <laughs> it's it's like a junior reader set of six books. It's really, really odd. But anyway, Han and Leia are due to get married uh-huh. in the very last book. Okay. Now, we see Han and Leia get married. That happens later on in the timeline. Yeah. But these were written, these came out properly early Legends. So these came out the same time as the original Throne Trilogy and Dark Empire and no coordination. So they're due to get married at the end of the last book. Book finishes. There's only six books in the series. Uh-huh. But then they're not married in the next chronological appearance. I mean, we actually see their marriage. So what happened there? But then, <laughs> so the the authors clarified their intent that if a book seven was ever written the imperials would have interrupted the marriage mm-hmm. so they never actually got married and therefore that's the retcon that has been used ever since so there's your deliberate action so we have established fact that they're about to get married and then in later mm. books, they're not married, Mm-mm. but then do get married. Not retcon. Oh, go not on. a retcon, my friend. We never oh, see them. Really? We don't see them get married. They're about right, to get I'll... married. You can you can carry on arguing this while yeah. I literally search they... for the book in hand. Based on what we just went through, <laughs> and the fact that if we don't see someone die, they're not dead. We didn't see them get married. And even though there was a hypothetical, you know, next book where we would see that they that this wedding gets interrupted and whatnot, that book was never written. So they're just trying to explain how from point A, 
they were able to get from you know to point B and A being they were about to get married and then they're not married in the next chronological appearance. So now they have to explain what happened and what happened is like well yeah book seven that was never written then that's when we would have seen that then this happened that the wedding was interrupted. Okay, so for everyone uh, listening to this, I'm literally holding my copy of Prophets of a Dark Side in my hand right now. And as I'm looking through it, and I'm just going to skip. So first sentence I see on page 86. To Luke, the wedding day seemed very much like the festival of celebration. Okay, so we're there. Okay, so they... uh, There's a wedding bouquet. Okay. There's a red carpet. She's glancing at Ken, Palpatine's grandson. Ken? Like I said, it gets weird. Yep, Ken. Ken is um, <laughs> R2 and 3PO share the title of Best Droid, both of them showing off in their gleaming polish. Uh, in the moments before it would be time for her to walk up the carpet and say, I do, Leia calmly put herself in tune with the Force. So this is a definite wedding. The wedding is, is about to happen. They have not gotten married yet. It's, yes. it's the wedding day. All the preparations are in place. Then, okay, the very last two sentences of this book. Okay. Then she turned her gaze towards Han, her husband-to-be. He looked at her adoringly in return and smiled as she prepared to walk, take her first steps down the aisle. Based on the physical evidence, they're getting married. They are getting married, but they don't get married. But that's the retcon. Because you, you couldn't read that and assume that the wedding didn't happen. You can. When they're not married in a later source material, then you have... They just never address know. it because they were very embarrassed that they didn't go through with it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, Come on, we lost is a so much money putting that together. Let's just that... not even talk about it. And, and you, know, they're, you know, they're both kind of... you know, they, They're both firecrackers and they just don't want to address it they're like you know that's absolutely a retcon don't <laughs> use my own arguments against me <laughs> from a certain point of view i would say that yeah they didn't get married so it's not a retcon <laughs> okay even though ever it's implied that they are about to they, they, it is the wedding day. It, it, we don't it's see them. Stated. It's not implied. It's stated. She never said. They never said I do. They did. She didn't even hey, walk listen. down the when, aisle. She was about to when, walk down the aisle. We're not going to spend this much time <laughs> talking about the Glover Darth Vader series. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we're not. All right. But I do want to talk about I Jedi. Oh, our fit the, <laughs> the best. Star Wars novel after everything Jackson related because while the Star Wars archives is the Jackson fan number one fan podcast we all know that Utini is also only made to talk about I Jedi because that is the best book out there um, Star Wars book so have you read yet no the Jedi Academy trilogy or I Jedi no of course not <laughs> when so the, the jedi academy trilogy jedi academy trilogy takes place after the throne trilogy it's the very early legends book it takes place uh continuity wise after dark empire does its best to bridge that gap and exile kun the age-old dead sith lord has taken over and luke's in a coma and he's People are possessed by these spirit lords yeah, and yes. Luke's 
Jedi Academy helped her, as well as his niece and nephew helped her ex- expunge your Sith Lord. And it's it's wacky as out there. Yes. And then Michael Stackpole writes a Jedi. Uh-huh. Which puts Corrin Horn in the midst of this entire story. Yes. He's one of the first class of Luke's Jedi Academy. <laughs> He's the one fighting Exar Kun in a different temple, distracting him while all of his other stuff is going on. Yes. He's literally there throughout the entire story. Yeah. That's a retcon. Okay. Trev. What yes. is the thing about I Jedi that sets it apart from most, I think, all pretty much every single other Star Wars book except another one? Uh, I totally know where you're going with this. It's first person. Okay, first person. <laughs> you're going to pull the unreliable narrator <laughs> shit on me, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> we're, everything in I Jedi is from Cornhorn's point of view, from his certain point of view. Yes, but that doesn't mean that the events didn't happen. No. He's embellishing all the facts because he's an unreliable narrator, because he's Cornhorn, and that's what he does. But he still fought an undead Sith Lord, whilst that that's said what he says. Sith Lord was also... <sighs> the dude is making it up. The by, dude is no, clearly no. making it up. No, by by the entire definition of retcon and this entire book's existence, <laughs> it's a retcon of previously established facts. By the definition, yes. However, I will say that because it is a first-person story, we can also apply the unreliable narrator because Corin Horn is a pompous liar and... <laughs> That so he can he can't even say that he's the one that killed Palpatine or or well, didn't kill him but he threw them down the shaft. <laughs> but he but even if you even if you said, okay, unreliable narrator, these things happened but not quite in that way or you've embellished them, some some kernel of that still happened. Yeah. So th- it's it's a retcon. The dude is so deluded, horn horn. <laughs> Doesn't like he he just lies like about everything. We can't. The dude right. used to force I, to cover his face from dust that was coming I'm, on at him. All right. All right, I'm I'm putting you on the stand now, <laughs> under oath. Under oath. Uh, how many books with Corin Horn as a main character have you read? None. There you go. You cannot justifiably <laughs> quantify your argument. I am an unbiased. <laughs> <laughs> You're basing it on other people's opinions. I'm, I think as the, I, as the most well-read Cornhorn here, listeners, my argument should be more valid. I'd, impartial judge is what I am. <laughs> Without all the facts. The fact being, the only fact they need is that <laughs> this is a first-person story. Therefore, unreliable narrator. However, <sighs> the author did retcon. The author retconned yes. the, st- the actual events, but within the universe, within the Legends universe, but it works. Based on the logic that we're following, yes, so let's call it an attempted retcon. Yes, attempted retcon that sort of 
Second degree record. <laughs> yes, because it works from a certain point of view. <laughs> All right. Okay, and then I want to talk about Verger. Who, Verger? Verger. Who is this? What is this? So, what is that? Is it a planet? New, new Je- <laughs> no, New Jedi Order. So Verger is a Fosh species, okay. which is like a bird-like species with blue hair. Okay. Let's do a quick summary. So in New Jedi Order, she is the one who is a familiar to one of the War Masters. Turns out that she was from our galaxy, but went away in Rogue Planet to learn more about the Yuzum Vong. She then cured Mari Jade of her disease and helped Jason Solo identify a new aspect of the Force that helped him then bring the war to an end. But in this... the following big series, uh-huh. which is Legacy of the Force, they retconned her as being a Sith all along. Oh. Which was never the case. She was she was out there. She was uh, out, not outspoken, but she had very different ideas as some because she was part of the prequel trilogy Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. And she did what she needed to do to push Jason, and she did push him. Yeah, into really learning more about the Force itself as mm-hmm. a metaphysical thing. But then in Legacy of the Force, when uh, Lamaya comes back, they really push the whole angle that she was a Sith all along, grooming Jason to be a Sith, when that is never what was intended. And the established facts absolutely stand up to that. And then they changed it for whatever okay. reason. Um, now you've never read any of his books. I so have not. Have to agree with me well, no, 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 no. I, I, and I'm just gonna question you to okay. see if, okay. to see if, again, I'm trying. I'm being impartial about this, impartial judging. Um, now, so you talk about the intention, but the intention doesn't matter yes. in here. So about what what is established. Whose intention? The author's intention doesn't matter. The authors or the characters? The author's intention doesn't matter. It's what it's, the story needs to stand on its own when we're looking at this. Okay. Because it's about established fact. The established yes. fact being exactly what is written. Forget about what the author was intending the character to be doing or not doing. It's whatever okay. we're reading. Because, it's again, it's th- th- then we're getting into the whole thing. Do we see the character die or not? And whatever the intention is doesn't matter it's the fact that we see this person doing all these things in these stories right or this character okay now then we go and then we find out that this per this character was a sith all along was there any at any point in these stories was it ever said that she was not a sith she was a jedi she was a jedi yes she was a Jedi of the old Jedi. She was in the prequel trilogy era as a Jedi. So then then the new story says she was actually not a Jedi or she was like a Sith undercover as a Jedi or something. Is that basically what they're trying to say? No, they're trying to say that the Yuzum Vong corrupted her. And then it's really muddy. 
but I mean, you see, which is why it's, you see where I'm getting at, though, it, right? Because it's it, like, but it literally it tramples all over. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the most controversial retcons of Star Wars history. Okay, okay. And it is, it is a retcon because ultimately she saved the galaxy. Yeah. By helping Jason save the galaxy. Yes. And then Jason turns in the next series. And mm. it's kind of made out, but that was her plan all along. Ah, I see. It, yeah, it doesn't really work like that. Because then it's sort so of like, so why is he turning? And it's like, an well, actually, retcon. he turns because she was actually corrupting him all the time. But then it's like, well, why, yeah. why would she want to corrupt him? It's like, oh, because she was herself corrupted, because she was a Sith all, and, well, all along this was happening. Yeah, she did put she did put Jason through absolute hell. Yeah. But there's no two ways about it. Yeah. But she'd also spent decades with Yuzan Vong, and her viewpoint may have been corrupted slightly, sure. but sure. her aim was always for the best of the galaxy that she belonged to, and then, but all of a sudden. Okay. All right. But it ties into the other retcon I want to talk about is um, Emperor's Hands. Okay. So, you know, with Mara Jade is famously the Emperor's Hand. Yes. But as the years moved on from the Thrawn trilogy, you had all these other Empress hands, Lumaya being one of mm-hmm. them, who we've spoke about before, and is the one who told Jason that Virgil was a Sith all along. Yeah. Um, Arden Lin from the Masters of Terrace Cassie video game for the PlayStation 1 was retroactively made a Legends hand. And again, that's mm-hmm. a retcon in itself, because if the established fact is... It's a video game. It's yeah. a beat 'em up video game with no character history whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So w- when you apply that she was an Empress Hand who was um, awoken from stasis from thousands of years ago, that's a retcon yeah. right there. So, but the established fact from the original Thrawn trilogy is was Mara Jade was the, the Empress Hand, like sing- single. If you, Yep, singular person. You know, with yeah. a direct telepathic communication to the emperor. Yeah. If you search for Empress Hands on Wikipedia, you're going to see like six or seven. Yeah, yeah. So that's a retcon right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Boba Boba Fett. Boba Fett is the son of Jango Fett, as we see in Attack of the Clones. Yes. Or the, the younger clone of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. But in later books, like we've spoke about, he was the his real name was Jaster Morel. He was the last Mandal- Mandalorian of Concord uh, Prime. Yeah. Those are proper retcons. Those are Agreed. The, the, the tangles that <laughs> Legends was tying itself in towards the end. Yeah. No, I mean, that's... And then the Clone Wars. Let's not even start. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we did a whole episode we, on Clone Wars. Yeah. So, uh, so, which, if you haven't listened to... Go back in our history and go check it out because we spent a whole hour talking about the Clone Wars. Um, that is my commercial break for today. Um, <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, I mean, I and I and I think like if this is, uh, you know, yeah, I, I haven't spent a lot of time with Legends, obviously, like as as it's been established, but it's from whenever I go into that, that's the big thing about it. It's just that it's it's this web of of random things that it's just pretty hard to follow i mean it and i like the idea of it all being called of everything being called legends because then it's really everything is out of 
from an unreliable narrator, basically. Yes, like, absolutely. And that's what, yeah. that's what I love about Legends is that... Okay, so I was talking to someone on Twitter the other day because I get these messages every now and again about obviously my timeline work and how do you make things fit. Yeah. And in fact, let's call this the batshit crazy book of a week. Okay. It wasn't going to be my choice, but I'm going to talk about this. Yeah. It's the batshit crazy book of the week. So there was a, a web comic released for this must have been, where are we talking? Maybe 2004, 2005. The video game Soul Calibur 4. Mm-hmm. It may be Soul Calibur 5. It's a long time ago. Had Star Wars playable characters in it. Mm-hmm. So you could play as Yoda. You could play as Darth Vader. I remember within this. Within this game. And there was a webcomic called out called Visions of the Blade. That tied the Soul Calibur universe into the Star Wars universe. <laughs> and it was based around the Force Awakens era. Uh-huh. So you had, um, oh my god, what's the, what's his pilot called? Juno. Juno, Juno Eclipse? No, no, Eclipse was a ship. Anyway, so she was in it, and Vader was in it, and there was some sort of wormhole, and Yoda was having visions, <laughs> and it brought the two together, because yeah. they were all playable characters. Now, if that was a canon continuity, it's stupid. It's never going to work. <laughs> but if you classify everything as legends then you get to take everything with a pinch of salt yeah and you can squint and make it all work and it is all just a legend around a campfire like who's to say that palpatine didn't return 27 times or who's to say luke and leia did uh, not luke and leia sorry hannah leia (laughs) didn't get married or luke and leia too (laughs) (laughs) yeah or that darth vader never turned up in tekken i don't know i mean it, like we're talking about a vast uh, galaxy with all these planets, with all these people. They're all just, you know, information gets trickled down, like you know, from one person to another person. Um, especially outside of the Empire, when you know now everyone's just saying everything. So yeah, I mean, everyone's getting a different, slightly different story. So yeah, I think that it to me, Legends works because of that, because it's just like it's not like it's not the one book of i mean even history books they're written by the you know certain group of people so everything like everything comes from a certain point of view (laughs) everything like is is biased uh, history is written by the victors yes so who's to say that the rebel alliance didn't just paint palp exactly bad light exactly no i I, maybe he wasn't that bad i well Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's Well, no, but it's true. I mean, there's a lot of planets out there that were were better off within the empire, one could say, than they were when the empire fell. I think that that name is Name one. I mean, <laughs> Come on, name Isn't one. that like Alphabet Squadron? There's all these planets that are like, and all these people like that are talk. They they bring up the fact that like there's just a lot of people that are gonna be suffering in the New Republic. I mean, there's I mean you know in all the in aftermath series and all those books too, right? It's all about the fact that there's I mean it's a mess. I'm not saying that they're gonna be bad, like they're not gonna be good again like those planets, but it is a bit of a mess right after the Empire falls. So. And before the empire is formed, there's also a lot of planets that are suffering, and that is why they support 
whatever you know like chief palpatine is proposing and everything because what the old republic is doing is not good for them so okay, I'll, I'll give you that i'll give you that. so yeah i mean it's like what the empire does is not terrible for everyone they only hear about this they don't i mean they don't palpatine is a recluse too he doesn't go and physically assault people with his force lightning so Jose forever on brand. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. I the Empire. What they do is evil. However, I can understand why some some planets, because we're talking about a bunch of different planets and a bunch of different people, why they would not be against it, because they're not they're not necessarily you know if they're not being enslaved by them. And they're only getting their riches. Then why would they be concerned? And I don't know why we're talking about this right now. I don't know. We took a tangent right there. But anyways, I think that's probably good enough for today. Do you have any other retcons? Or would you... I, I, I think we've, I think we've <laughs> retconned. Without retconning our first episode as being somebody else, I think we're done. <laughs> yes. So... Yeah, let's call that a day. And that's it for today's episode. We will provide, I think we can provide some links for some of these books and things that we talked about. But in reality, we talked a lot about the movies themselves. So Who knows? <laughs> watch the movies, watch everything, read some, read I Jedi, because apparently, you know, that's, that's a great um, book uh, with an unreliable narrator. Uh, <laughs> we, we will provide links to all this in uh in our discord so if you haven't joined the community please head over to utini.com slash discord click the join now button on that page and just be part of the conversation and see what people are saying about jackson and i jedi if (laughs) (laughs) um before i close out uh trev what is uh what's coming up in our queue so we're gonna talk about chiss and everything just so greater goods coming out so we're not going to talk about thrawn we're not going to talk about his adventures we're going to talk about the society i guess yeah something like that it's 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 going to be a deep one and then we're going to talk about everyone's favorite fishy admirable admirable admiral (laughs) he's that he's an admirable akbar himself (laughs) admiral akbar (laughs) yes all right well Looking forward to those two episodes. Maybe they might be a little bit shorter than this one because I think we went a little long talking about retcons, but yeah, I, mean, I think so. It is what it is. Um, thank you all for listening. If uh, we are available in all your typical podcast apps, so just make sure to give us a five stars and recommend us to your friends so they all follow us and write us a you know good review in that Apple Podcast or Stitcher or Spotify and whatnot. Um, if you can't wait to get to the next episode, just go to Utini, patreon.com slash Utini, sorry, and sign up for our Patreon because that way you get a lot of exclusive content from Utini and you get our episodes three months in advance. Um, and with that, I would also like to say thank you to our Patreons because it is thanks to you that we are able to talk about random Star Wars poodoo for, uh, two hours. (laughs) And we love you for it. So if you want to reach out to me, if you have any questions, suggestions, recommendations, topics that you want to suggest, 
besides finding me on Discord, you can find me on Twitter at djaxi, that is T-H-E-J-O-X-I-I-I. Trev, where can people find you? Well, firstly, you spelled Jackson wrong. Um, but I'm at David Todd on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> or just find me hanging out on Discord. All right, man. Well, thank you for joining me today. Trev, this was fun. Thank you, guys. And with that, I'm going to say radio out. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars fan code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force. That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the Force be with you.